to Alumni Conversations. What you're about to hear is a Facebook Live conversation that took place between members of our Laterno community and our alumni. These bi-weekly conversations dive into stories from our time as students at Laterno University and the years that followed. Originally founded by R.G. and Evelyn Laterno in the mid-1940s, Laterno University is a comprehensive institution of Christian higher education where educators engage learners to nurture Christian virtue, to develop competency and ingenuity in the professional fields, to integrate faith and work, and to serve the local and global community. We claim every workplace and every nation is our mission field, and so Laterno University graduates are professionals of ingenuity and Christ-like character. They see life's work as a holy calling with an eternal impact. Welcome to Alumni Conversations. Well, good afternoon and welcome to this edition of Facebook, or Alumni Live. Our bi-weekly conversations with alumni, hearing their stories about their time at Laterno and what God's had them doing since. It's been a crazy week around here. We definitely all feel the fact that it's the end of the semester. We're so grateful, though. God has seen us through a really challenging year that um, everyone's had challenges, including Laterno University, and God has been so good. We're so excited that next week, we not only are celebrating graduation in person, but we're celebrating an entire year of completing education in person. For those of you who have been to Laterno and are alumni watching, you know that time with professors in the labs, in the dorms, with each other, is so important to your experience here and what God does in and through you while you're here. So we're really excited. Students this week are finishing up the last of their papers, and next week is final exam week. So we're excited about that. Well, in God's goodness this year, I have several things I'd like to share with you. So let me go ahead and pull those up for you. Let's see. So we are in season two of Alumni Conversations. If you haven't caught up on season one from the fall, take a peek at that. We're in the last two episodes of season two, today's episode, and then in two weeks, we have a really special episode where you get a chance to hear from R.G. Letourneau, something many of us have never actually had the chance to hear from. But back in the 1960s, he was interviewed by a group of students, and so we're going to hear that in a couple of weeks. Well, what I wanted to share with you, though, uh, is a couple of key announcements. One, graduation. We are so excited to be holding this graduate graduation next weekend. Um, some institutions across the country have decided they couldn't hold in person. We were committed to doing it in person. It hasn't come without its sacrifices. For example, rather than two ceremonies, we are doing four ceremonies. So friends will not get to graduate with each other necessarily in the same graduation, and there was a limited number of tickets for people. But we are so excited. We had two commitments as we planned this graduation. One, that we would hold it. We weren't going to postpone a graduation again like we did last year, and we were going to make sure that at least every graduate had four family members who could come and celebrate with them. So that's happening next weekend, and I want to let you know about that. So next Friday, we have two graduations. At 2 p.m. on Friday, May 7th, we'll be celebrating the education students and the nursing students at 2 p.m. in the Belcher Center. And then at 6 p.m., we'll be celebrating our business psychology and theology and fogation graduates. I encourage you to join us live for that. You can go to letu.edu slash graduation or letu.edu slash commencement. Either link will take you to the same page. Join us for those and watch live and celebrate with us. Give a, uh, pray for the students as they walk across. You can pray for them by name and celebrate with them in that way as they go off in the world and see how God will continue to remain faithful and use them as they keep their lives open to him. Well, then join us on Saturday, May 8th, for our last two graduation ceremonies. At 10 a.m. next Saturday morning, our School of Aviation of Art and Aeronautical Science, Arts and Sciences, and Education will be graduating at 10 a.m. in the Belcher Center. 
And then at 2 o'clock that afternoon, we are so excited to have back an incredibly special group of students. As you know, last year we had several changes that took place, and so our December 2019 graduates were folded into our May 2020 graduation, and then that graduation was postponed because, as you remember, in May we were still deep in the, in the throes of those first few months of COVID-19. And so students were invited to join us again this spring for a special graduation ceremony. And so on uh, Saturday, May 8th at 2 p.m., we're going to join together with 138 graduates from last year who are making the journey back to campus with their family and friends to celebrate with us. We are so excited to celebrate with them. You can watch both of these graduations on Saturday at the exact same place. It's Fridays, letu.edu slash graduation or www.letu.edu slash commencement. So join us again on Saturday for those. Again, join us in praying for these graduates as they're launched out into the world. Um, kind of like a, a wedding is how I'm thinking about this. The wedding is not the end of it, but the beginning of it. As our students finish their time here, they're really launched into this career of service um, through skills and through following Christ. So we're really excited about that. We hope you'll join us for that live online. Um, Okay, so I have one more, a couple more announcements for you. Um, not only are we saying goodbye to our seniors who are graduating, we are also saying goodbye to some of our faithful staff and faculty who have loved our students and our campus and impacted this community in tremendous ways over the previous decades. So this year we say a, a fond farewell to two beloved uh, members of our community. Jerry Forbes has been at Laterno University for 55 years. Um, and has served faithfully in all sorts of offices across campus. As you, if you've ever met Jerry, perhaps, well, if you've met her, the one thing you remember is her smile. Jerry always greets you with a warm smile. She is a prayer warrior who has loved students in this campus so well. We are excited for the season of rest for her. We will miss her desperately, but we are so thankful for the service she's given us and given this university um, to glorify God. We also are saying goodbye and a fond farewell to one of our own alumni, Lois Naus, professor of mathematics, graduated from Laterno back in the 1960s and then came on faculty and is a professor of mathematics and has taught here now for 39 years. Professor Naus has been and poured into students in class and outside of class, and we are so thankful not only for her love for this campus, but for our, her love for you, our alumni. Um, over the last several decades at least, Professor Naus has been in charge of the Gold Key Member Society. And as you know, this is a, a society that recognizes high achievement in our students, but also a servant's heart and a heart to love and lead well. Well, these are two, only two of the farewells. We'll get an email out to the alumni here in May letting you know about others. But these are two of the farewells we're saying goodbye to this spring. We will love, uh, we will miss these two ladies um, dearly. And we're so glad, though, for the season of rest for both of them, although we will miss having them on campus. Well, my last announcement for you before we get into our... Um, into our conversation today in our interview is I've got some great news. Not only has God allowed us to, to be in person throughout the semester, you might remember that last fall the Board of um, the board of Trustees came to our development department and said, okay guys, you usually have to raise a million dollars each year to help us make everything work at Letourneau. Well, because of the anticipated cost of COVID, because of the students who were not able to come back unless we gave them extra scholarship money because of the cost that um, our students, our teams are gonna have to undergo, for COVID testing to participate in different things, we need you to raise another million dollars. Well, as you can imagine, as a development team, I happen to be on that team along with our alumni team. Uh, it's a little intimidating, but we know we have a big God, and our big God showed up in an amazing way through you all this year. We're excited to announce that 97% of that $2 million challenge has either been raised or committed to be given by June 30th. 
So that means we're in the last two months of our fiscal year, we've got $60,000 left of that $2 million um, goal. So the, the most important thing here is God has done incredible things and provided beyond our wildest imagination. And, and it is a humbling thing to get to be a part of those conversations with our alumni, with friends of this university, who love our students, who love what God is doing here, and want to be a part of it. So first of all, a heartfelt thank you to all of you who have helped us meet this goal this year. If you've been thinking about it, or maybe God has brought some money into your life or, or moved your heart to want to help out, we do still need to close this gap of $60,000 in the next um, two months. So we're looking at roughly $1,000 a day over the next two months to close um, this. So uh, if you would be interested in giving or know someone who is, head over to letu.edu slash give. That's letu.edu slash give. And either select COVID relief or annual fund. Either one of those will help us meet this $2 million goal and meet these extra needs that we had as a result of this year. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to our office. You can contact us at alumni at letu.edu. That's alumni at letu.edu. Or call us at 903-233-3840. That's 903-233-3840. Well, that's enough for the announcements. You're here for a conversation. As you know, one of my absolute favorite things about what I get to do is getting to know the stories and getting to meet the over 25,000 alumni that we have around the world. So today I want to introduce you to our guest. Our, our main guest is going to be Jane Wortham. Now Jane was a Jane Smith when she was here as a student, and she she married, oh, and I forgot to look up his name, but I don't know if it's Ben Wortham. But anyways, her husband was also an alum, and I apologize, it's been a crazy week, and I just forgot to look that up. Anyways, two graduates got married, um, so now her name is Jane Wortham. Jane is a nursing graduate out there working um, as a nurse. But before she graduated, she sat down with another alumni, Grant Bridgman, a 2012 Christian ministry graduate and 2015 MBA graduate, to tell her story about what God had done in bringing her to Letourneau and God, how God used her time at Letourneau. I share this story with you because our department has loved this story. It was playing on loop in our, our lobby for a while. And I tell you, every so often you'd see one of us just sort of stop and sit and listen, most often, uh, very rarely with a, a dry eye. Because um, it's just an incredible story of how God continues to use Laterno University. And that's our heart. When we think about what Laterno University does, yes, we want Laterno University to equip um, men and women to go out with excellence in their workplace. But we also want them to meet God and meet Jesus here and become devoted followers of Christ and take that into every workplace and every nation as God opened doors. So I want to share this story with you uh, so you can hear Jane's um, story and what she experienced while she was here. So enjoy hearing her story. Here you are. Hello. Hi. Thanks for coming in today. No problem. We hear there's some exciting stuff that's been going on in your life recently. And yes, there I has. know that you recently graduated Laterno this past May, correct? Yes. And since then, you passed your Inclix exam. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about that and maybe uh, what's what's been going on since then. Um, so I took my Inclix in June. So I spent the first half of the summer studying for that. Um, I thought it was good. Obviously, it's a nerve-wracking experience. Um, I didn't apply until October because of Jacob's job, so I just recently got a job in Colorado Springs at St. Francis Medical Center. I'm going to be an ICU nurse, so we're really excited for that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. When you're looking back over the past few years, I'm sure there's all sorts of milestones and, and, and different key relationships that have happened. And, for sure. Um, and, and you met Jacob at Laterno, right? Or you met him before Laterno? Yes, I met him before Laterno. Okay. 2014. Well, 
I know that through your time at Laterno, you obviously studied nursing, um, but you could have studied nursing a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, what was it that first put Laterno on your radar? It was Jacob, actually. Okay. He had been going here a semester. Um, I wasn't in college at the time, and he asked me to go here, and I was like, are you crazy? Um, first of all, I'm not a Christian, and second of all, it's going to be way too expensive because, mm -hmm. you know, it's a private school. Um, yeah. But I applied anyways and got scholarships and grants. But even before I came to school here, I was still $6,000 short. Um, and his mom, my mother-in-law, she was like, the only thing we can do is pray. We prayed and I worked at a custard shop at the time, Andy's Frozen Custard, it's in Tyler. Um, and the owner, Galen, actually wrote me a personal check for $6,000 after Jill kind of told him my story and told him what I wanted to do. Um, and he asked me the same question, you know, you could go to UT Tyler, you could go to TJC and still major in nursing. And I mean, I didn't really have a good reason for wanting to come here, but he did it. And then after that, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know. Wow, it's amazing. So tell me a little bit about your life leading up to Laterno as, as, as it relates to your faith. Uh, what are some key things that prompted questions? Well, I was mainly raised by my grandma, who I call my Mimi. Um, she passed away from breast cancer when I was 12. Um, my mom was going to this church and she kind of threw herself into that. So that was shoved down me and my sister's throat a lot. Um, and I didn't really understand death when my Mimi passed away. So I had a lot of questions about that. Um, I had a lot of questions about the God that they served at their church. I was working two jobs and going in between friends' houses. I didn't live with my mom at the time. Um, dropped out of high school, got my GED, um, which was the reason I wasn't in college because I was thinking I didn't finish high school, I can't go to college. Um, and then when I was 17, that's when I met Jacob and okay. then came here, so. So you said you were living at friends' houses or where were, where were you living during that year? Um, I live in my car. Um, <laughs> But I went in between friends' houses to shower and stuff okay. like that, so. Wow. But I didn't want to be too suspicious and like stay there all the time, so. Okay, and so you you said then it was, you met Jacob's family at kind of the end of that year or the middle of that year? Yes, I met them, yeah, probably around December-ish because we dated for a few months before he introduced me. Okay, um, so how, yeah, how did, how did you meet them? Well, after I met Jacob and I mean, I just met his parents. We we had a breakfast. They okay. made breakfast for me, and I went over to their house and, and had breakfast. And they didn't know that I was living in my car. Um, I can't even remember when Jacob found out. I mean, mm -hmm. I had all my clothes and most of my stuff in my car, and he would always ask questions, and I would just say that I'm a messy person. But um, And he believed me for a while, and then when I told him, I told him, you know, don't tell your parents, obviously. Mm -hmm. I just met them. And he told them anyways. And, yeah, and then Jill invited me over one day. <laughs> And she said that she was adopting a kid. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's great. Like, have you talked to Jenna? You know, because he has a little sister. She was seven or eight at the time. And I was like, she might be mad. You know, like, have yeah. you talked to James? Like, are you sure? Um, and she made me help her make the bed and make the room up and everything. And she was like, yeah, her name is, she's a girl and her name is Jane. And I was like, what? Um, what, me? Like, uh, are you serious? And she was like, yeah. And, and so. That's when I that's when I moved in with them. Wow. So as a part of your asking questions about not just, you know, your faith, but the questions that as you mentioned that, that came as a part of the life experiences you've had, what sort of questions were prompted when you first started living with Jacob and his family? I didn't understand them at all. They 
didn't yell. They didn't really fight. They would have discussions, but it wasn't like a full-out arguing. There wasn't name-calling. There wasn't, um, you could just, at the time, I didn't know that it was love, but there's a lot of love in that household, um, very unconditional love, and I had never experienced that before. And I had begun to understand a little bit with Jacob because he's the same way, but um, it was it was different for me. I had never felt so, like, guilt-free and free in general. I mean, it was, I didn't understand. Were any of those questions about that type of love or any other part of the faith that his family had, were those brought up or, or validated or, or confused anymore when you started at Letourneau? No. Well, the questions were brought up, yes, um, in classes, because, you know, here at Letourneau we have to take the Bible classes. So I took Biblet um, and another one that I don't remember the name of. But we talked a lot about um, Jesus and who he was and God and his characteristics and things like that. And I realized that it was kind of matching up with mm-hmm. um, how the Worthams are. And um, I think that helped me a lot to gain more of an understanding into who Christ was because I had experienced it a little bit before I came here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really cool experience for me. And I know that I had to have met them before I came to Laterno because if I have come straight from my home here, mm-hmm. um, I still would have been very confused and wouldn't have understood. Um, and so I think the way that it worked out was all a part of God's plan, obviously. Yeah. So. so during the classes you were taking at Letourneau and, and your time as a student here, what are some other relationships that you formed that maybe impacted uh, any part of that journey? Oh, <laughs> I made great friends here, um, lifetime friends, really. And I met different friends than I had when I was in high school. Um, the friendships that I gained here were... Um, also unconditional. I had never heard so much encouragement in my life and people who would put their hands on me and pray for me, you know, I hadn't really experienced that before. Sorry. Okay. And from the professors too, um, they invited me into their homes. I got to meet their families. And one time I was crying in class, kind of like how I'm crying right now. (laughs) Um, And I had a professor stop the class and take me outside and pray for me. Mm. And you just, <laughs> I mean, it's its incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I would have gone anywhere else, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. And I had, I mean, staff members, like people who aren't professors, but that work for the school, um, talk to me mm-hmm. and mentor me and, and all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. it was all important into me becoming who I am. So I'm really grateful. How do you feel like that then prepares you or now going on, moving into this exciting new career, this new stage of life, yeah. moving up to Colorado? Um, a lot. Um, this school is not only difficult and hard, which sounds bad, but it's good because mm-hmm. when you graduate, you know that you're prepared um, and you know that you're going to be one of the best. But also um, having people that support you. Mm-hmm. Like I have no doubt that I could contact any one of my professors that I had here or any one of my friends that I have here, and I would immediately have someone to talk to, someone to cry on, someone mm-hmm. to pray for me, um, but also it's it's faith-based. And I feel like to be a, a good nurse, um, it really helps to be a Christian. I want to say you should be a Christian to be a nurse, but that's my own opinion. Um, because one of the main things 
as a nurse is being compassionate about people. Mm. Um, and sometimes that's hard because people can be very mean and not encouraging and not understand. And so it takes a lot of patience and a lot of compassion to go through the day and help people who are hurting um, and and not get frustrated with that. If you're And so if you're not, if you're not compassionate about it, I feel like that's really hard. And mm. compassion is something that comes from God, you know, and, yeah. and you can tire easily without without him helping you and guiding you, so. So if you could have the opportunity to speak to someone, perhaps who is currently 17 um, in a difficult place in life, what sort of encouragement or advice would you, would you give to that student? Um, the one thing I would be sure to do is to love them how I was loved, because like I said earlier, that was the main thing, and I feel like that's what a lot of people need is they just need to know that they're loved and supported and that they can do anything. How would you describe the process of building a relationship with Christ? Is that something that that you feel like is uh, is is one and done or is a process <laughs> that you're you're able to talk a little bit about that? Um, it was, I mean, for me, it was a long process. As I explained, I had some childhood and adolescent things that I had to deal with. Um, and I was really angry for a long time for those things happening. But um, now I know that they happened for God's glory. You know, it's that stuff happened to me. It made me the person that I am today. And now I'm sitting here telling you the story and how I grew from it mm. um, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Um, so it's. It's not something I'm ever going to stop doing. It's it's a relationship. You're not. It's not a test at the end. You know, you you are growing a relationship with Christ, and that's something that you continue to do. I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone, it continues on. It doesn't right. stop. Yeah. So, what excites you the most about this next stage of life? This next step that you guys are moving into? Um. Well, besides moving to Colorado, we're very excited about that. Um, but just that. I get to do what I want to do. You know, this is something that not many people get to go to work and do ministry, um, and that's something that I can do. I'm working for a nonprofit faith-based hospital, um, so I don't have to be super quiet about my mm -hmm. faith. Of course, I always have to respect, you know, the patients' cultures and values and what they want, um, but I can always encourage that. I can pray for them, um, and that's so exciting for me. And I get to help them when they're down and vulnerable, and be there for them. Um, and that's, I mean, that's where my heart's at. So I'm very excited. I'm excited for that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's incredible to hear the way that God has been working through your story. And, and obviously, your story's not even close to being finished yet. You know, no, it's, it, yeah. you, you've, been, you've been building into your story, and God has most definitely been building into your story uh, over the years. We are just, we're glad to be able to take this time and talk to you today. So thank you for, yeah, thank for giving you. us this time. And, um, we wish you all the best in the months and years to come. Thank you. This episode of Alumni Conversations has been brought to you by Laterna University's Alumni Relations Office, connecting over 25,000 alumni around the world. Find out more by visiting www.letu.edu forward slash alumni.